0: This is episode 00025, a top 10 list of top 10 lists. Brought to you by Tony's Petal Snake Tattoo.
1: It's the tone control. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh mm-hmm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, I'm getting really into Ipas lately yeah yeah I don't know I was into the wheat beer thing for a long time um you know kind of when I turned 21 wheat beers were like uh the easy drinking let's say yeah um if if you're not into beer that's a good place to start. And just in the last, like, a few months, maybe, I guess the last three or four months, I've been just super into IPAs. And I, <laughs> the hoppier, the better. Yeah. And I just, like, I can't get enough of it. And, you know, that's what happens right when on. you live down the road from a beer store. <laughs> yeah. I tend to agree with you. I do like, I do like me an IPA. This is, I um, uh, can't remember the name of the brewery, but it's called um, Lost Sailor IPA. <laughs> it's delicious nice mm. back in the saddle here we go yeah how's it feel <laughs> you know it. <laughs> Beth and I are both like I feel the same yep. I don't feel any different whatever it feels but the then same. like everybody's like how do you feel oh my god and, you, and you're like you kind of go like you want to oh, say something I mean, You. You. but then you like start to think about it a lot and you're like well do I feel different and I've been doing that, like, every now and then, like, oh, wait, is it suddenly different? Uh, no, no, it's not. Come on. <laughs> but then, like, I find myself thinking about it enough that that's what's different, is that I'm yeah. thinking about it all the time <laughs> and answering people's questions all the time. Right. Um, still kind of used to getting, getting used to wearing a ring. Um, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I do this thing with my pinky a lot, and I, like, oh, push it down. I do it with my thumb.
1: Uh, I, like, oh, okay, Yeah. hold my hand like this and mess like with it wiggle it yeah, yeah. <laughs> i still um, i still do
0: and like later. occasionally like if i'm sitting still and i like you know forget about it for a minute i become aware that like i can't feel it is it there oh <laughs> yeah <laughs> and then i'm super aware of it for like the afternoon so mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. i kind of go back and forth over whether or not i know it's there <laughs> yeah you so. clink it against your frets yet Yeah, so that's weird. (laughs) So, like, I took my ring off today to play a little bit of guitar just to see, like, what did my pinky do before? Uh Because now it's just, like, reaching all over the place, like, Mm. doing all this weird stuff to get, like, not out of the way, but, like, I'm doing that thing where I push on my ring with my pinky Uh. while I'm playing guitar. (laughs) And and I'm like, this sucks. I'm not using my pinky anymore. I'm, like, not as, you know, good a player or something because I try to be... You know, conscious of using all my fingers. (laughs) Yeah, using the the Uh, closest finger to a particular fret. Yeah, uh, and playing efficiently and that kind of stuff. And and now it's just like floating out there. It's like "Ah, this ring's in the way. Get out of here, man.
1: (laughs) Yeah, yeah. You got to get back to the point where it feels like your normal hand.
0: Yeah, yeah. Not there yet, but it's fine. And you know, didn't play guitar for two weeks, so it's like a little bit of that weirdness and a little bit of like, there's a thing on my hand. (laughs) Right. Right. Well, so you heard last week's episode or
1: last last two weeks. Yeah. Yeah. It turned out okay. Like I had, I sort of like made a rough plan and then at the last minute changed the plan and did none of the original
0: (laughs) plan. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) That's the best way to do it. (laughs)
1: <laughs> so but it so came you, out you to went a, with
0: plan C <laughs> uh, yeah I
1: went with plan hey wait <laughs> let's talk about this instead.
0: <laughs> yeah no it was good and, and I listened to it and I didn't know about a lot of that stuff. I I was listening to it in the car and I was like, yes, listen to all these apps. I need them all. Right? (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I didn't know,
1: like, I don't pay that much attention to those, that sort of area, like all the apps and stuff like that, but I knew Tyler and Taylor do. And so I was like, oh, that's why I like the sudden left turn. I was like, oh wait. Yeah. (laughs)
0: Like I have a few that I use. I use tunable a lot
1: Mm -hmm. because it is a great
0: tuner and it's got a great metronome in it. Um, that's pretty much what I use it for mostly uh Taylor actually gifted me capo and I've kind of been using that to learn a few songs here and there which is fun
1: mm-hmm.
0: um and then I just got jam play to, to fool around with a little bit I've got some others here but like I hardly use them I think I've maybe opened them once and I keep them around because like oh I'll find a time to do that but right I still haven't um Neat. that should be something we should like touch base on. Like once a year or something, because I'm sure, yeah, all that maybe. stuff's constantly coming out.
1: We'll we'll check in. We'll have we'll, we'll bring Ty back and have him do a, a a yearly app roundup or something. What's happened? Yeah, in the intervening
0: months in the world of apps, that'd be fun. So here's the thing I noticed though. Yeah. Um, listening like you know from the outside in, mm-hmm. and I'm pretty sure it was just that one. You sounded you sounded real sad. <laughs> I I really missed you, man. (laughs) I knew it. We're like halfway in, and I'm like, come on, Justin, pick it up. like, what's the matter, buddy? (laughs) And it was just like, I don't know if it was like the weirdness of like two people on the show and like Uh, the loose structure and stuff, but it was very just kind of like kind of off the cuff, cautious, quiet. (laughs) Okay,
1: if you asked me to guess... Beyond the obvious sadness of not having you on the show, if you ask me to guess and what else could have caused my sadness, um, and this is gonna embarrass Tyler a little bit, but we we were trying to start the show for like an hour and Tyler couldn't figure out how to get he has the apogee one that works with iPad, yeah. iPhone, and Mac and everything, the new fancy one. He was trying to he tried to plug his microphone into it and he couldn't get it like connected correctly. And then I was like, well, screw the microphone. Like, let's just use its built in mic because it's probably really good. Yeah. And that wouldn't it, connect at all. And we're getting so frustrated. And eventually, that that's when I was like, okay, look, we got to, I'm calling it. We got to just use the laptop mic. <laughs> yeah. And that's what we ended up doing. And I, I fought it and made it, you know, I EQ'd it heavily to get it. It totally to, worked. It was it, fine. It was fine. Yeah. It, it would have yeah. sounded nicer with his normal thing. And then the next day, I kind of think for a second and then said, hey, Ty, did you have the... the it has a mixer software. The Apogee One has a mixer software that controls mm-hmm. its inputs and outputs and the gain and stuff. <laughs> Basically, you need that running to be able to yeah. record with it properly. And he was like, oh, shoot, I didn't turn it on. So, And I mean, neither of us thought of it at the time. It's that thing like like when you're getting ready for a show and you totally like forget to plug the speaker cable into your cab or something, you know yeah, what I mean? Like yeah. you forget the obvious thing cause you're in this like nervous panic to get ready. Yep. Um, yep. it was that sort of thing. And so I had just endured like an hour of trying to like troubleshoot this thing that I have no idea what's going on on the other end of Skype, you know? Yeah.
0: Um, I, yeah, I've done that. Like, <laughs> Oh my God, none of my pedals are working. I'm plugged in. Why is it not turning on? Yeah. It's not plugged and you in. Can't that's think why of the
1: <laughs> obvious thing, you know? Yeah. Well, because
0: obviously you would plug it in. Mm-hmm. I mean, obviously you would launch the software because that's just what you do. Right, but, right. Yeah. So the anyway. next time
1: we have him back, we we'll, he'll be able to use a better microphone. And and um I'm cool. sure he was very frustrated
0: by that too. But it I, sounded fine though. I don't it remember was, feeling it was a fun sad. episode. So <laughs> you know. Yeah. It was good though. I liked it. All Maybe right. I'll leave more often. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <Don't. See ya. laughs> Uh, okay. I'm going to run out of topics though real fast. If I don't have you to pull in all the news items,
0: <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> just do more list shows. Top yeah. 10. <laughs> <laughs> no, do a, do a top 10 list of top 10 lists.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: All right. All right. I'll save that one in my back
1: pocket. <laughs> all right. So let's get into it for today. We've got Uh, Gibson releasing a new seven-string, Fender expanding their American series, uh, a new pedal from Strymon, the Deco, and then we're going to do a guitar tone shootout with a segment set in by Michael from Denmark. And we want to thank Pedal Genie for once again sponsoring this episode of the Tone Control. Visit pedalgenie.com slash tone control to learn all the super-duper secrets. All of them. (laughs) So many. Tons of them. All right. So at the top of the note sheet, Gibson releases a seven-string Les Paul. WTF?
0: Yeah, a lot of people were like super pumped about there being an official seven-string Les Paul, but it's a uh, it's black, none more black. <laughs> it looks huge. Whatever. It's a seven-string Les Paul classic with a 15 dB active boost, which has been on some of their other guitars before it's mm-hmm. neat i'm not super into it but hey you know it's cool um it's got the jb 59 set which is a super just a killer set of pickups for that guitar um really timeless combo uh and the msrp is 2500 bucks so yeah yeah not as bad yeah. as it could have been i guess definitely not as bad as it could have been not as bad as they were threatening it's not 2015 yet <laughs> oh right right gotcha yeah <laughs> <laughs> whatever Whatever, indeed. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> uh, moving on. Moving on. Uh, Fender. Has expanded the American Standard Series. Here we go. Uh, the American Standard line came out in 1986. I was reading the other day. Uh, and this is like kind of one of the first major updates to it. So they've got uh they've updated the strat. Just it's basically the same as usual, it's the same as the current strat, but they've updated it with uh aged plastic parts and new pickups. And there's also some new colors for this year. So that's kind of neat. Aged
1: plastic that means it has like that sort of yellow creamy yeah, faded like thing cream, to it. Yeah, like the cream antique plastic gotcha.
0: look. Pretty neat. Yeah. Uh HSS strat, which is now in the American Standard line. So it's the same as the standard strat uh but it's got a, what they call a diamond back humbucker. Oh. So okay. Okay. Um, I've played a few HSS strats and I think they're awesome. Mm-hmm. They are they got it all, in my opinion. Sweet. Uh, there's an HH strat, which has two humbuckers, they're calling the uh twin head vintage humbucker, and that's on a three-way switch, so kind of Les Paul style, but the switch is still a blade switch like you'd have on a strat.
1: Yeah, okay.
0: Uh, but just three, not a five-way, like you'd right. see on so there's no tapping or anything.
1: It's, um, so it's like a it's almost a little bit like Tele Strat, yes. in the wiring
0: sense. That's a much better way to put it,
1: because <laughs> <laughs> it's got the it's got the Fender knobs, you know, the three oh, knob yeah, yeah, yeah. Fender
0: system. Right. So then it must be volume and tone, tone one for each in that case. Then, unlike the Tele, which is volume tone. Yeah. Huh. Hmm. Okay. So, speaking of telly, there's a new one of those which has a new body contour and a new uh, twisted telly pickup in the bridge and a broadcaster pickup in the bridge. Wait, twisted (laughs) telly pickup in the neck and a broadcaster (laughs) pickup in the bridge. Gotcha. Gotcha. What (laughs) is
1: it? it, What is contour? Does that mean like tummy cut? Yep. Yep. Rock on.
0: Yep. Uh, I think it's, I don't know if it's a new contour shape or if it's just new to the model. Mm -hmm. But, um, because they like the telly customs, the, the custom shop tellies and stuff uh, have the contour. Right. So I, I'm not sure if it's just the strat contour applied to the telly, basically, or what. But yeah. that's nice. I don't know how I feel about that just because like the strat was designed out of the shell of the telly, basically. Like people were like, oh, it's a plank of wood. It's so uncomfortable to play standing up for long periods of time. So they made it ergonomic. So, so they made a strat, <laughs> you know? <laughs> 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 but I I know whatever it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All uh, right. There's there's an HH Tele which is the same pickups as the Strat, so two humbuckers there, same new contour. Yeah. And then they're also including the four and five string dimension bass, which we've talked about a few times here. Uh now an American standard. Oh yeah, standard. yeah. Oh, yeah bass, so huh? that's sort of a like a slightly skewed sn- yeah. nubby looking It's like an offset P bass that's not a jazz bass you know <laughs>
1: <laughs> Yeah, it's I've, like a weird cousin of of either of those bases. Yeah.
0: Check out the the HH Tele. How mean is that thing?
1: It's pretty sweet. I'm I like Telecasters with humbuckers. I mean that it's a sweet deal. I guess putting yeah. it in the in the neck. I've never had one at the neck position, so
0: It's fun, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I like mine. Yeah. It looks like it has a
1: strat T- type bridge on it it's like a very short
0: yeah they usually use those um hardtail strap bridges for yep. those so here's the thing the strat humbuckers um are not a standard humbucker route but the telly ones are
1: right the strat ones look a little narrow i'm i'm looking at kind so, of a small like picture. you know
0: if you look if you picture a humbucker it's a, you know it's rectangular and it's got the two adjustment screws on the side the height, height. adjustment yeah on a strat on the treble side, there's one, and on the bass side, there are two, and they're just right next to each other. Hmm. So, okay, even so if you that wanted four. to, I don't know. And even if you wanted to put in a different pickup, you'd have to buy a different pick guard because it's not yeah. drilled properly. So, hole, I don't know. That, that's just like how they've done it for a while. Eh, I'm not into it, but <laughs> they sound cool from the factory, so it's fine. Yeah. Um, my wide range humbucker in the neck of my telly has two adjustment screws on both sides and they're wide. So you can like lower,
1: you can angle it further.
0: Yeah. It's, it's kind of weird, but it's, um, and that's a wider, larger humbucker in the first place. So even a standard size humbucker won't fit there.
1: Oh really? It's wider than that. You couldn't just swipe one off a Les Paul. It would, well, the cavity would be bigger
0: than the pickup. You would have extra space in there. Huh? Yeah. I didn't realize that. So, I mean, it would technically fit, but it would <laughs> yeah. flop around inside. <laughs> well, apparently the screws wouldn't line up. You'd. That's that's the other thing. Yeah. yeah. So. Huh. I'm digging that HH Tele and the HSS Strat.
1: Mm-hmm. I'm into that. Sweet. Uh, yeah.
0: Hey, tell me about this. Uh, oh, must tell I tell me about this? Yeah. Tell me about
1: this. <laughs> so Strymon Deco. <laughs> I checked this all out earlier today. Does this uh, thing look great? It well, it looks great because Strymon <laughs> always looks great. Like that's yeah. their whole game, right? The brush, oh, they look the, great. The brush sound metal. great. Um, Feel great. So this guy, this is basically a tape machine simulator pedal, um, and they've put all the features on here that you would find in a tape machine. It's essentially they're they're saying this is like a throwback to the '50s and '60s when the first effect, as they put it. Uh, in in audio was tape and what you could do to it. You could overdrive it. You can uh, pull two machines together and and get a, uh, a funny kind of double track kind of effect by yeah. throwing them out of sync slightly. And so the, all, that's all the sort of stuff that they're building in here. So right at the beginning, we've got a volume and a saturation. And so you can give it a little bit of this natural tape compression kind of thing, or you can crank it a little further and get some real... Uh, kind of crackly distortion, um, and it, you know, sounds very nice. It starts to roll out the top end a little bit and has these, a, a tape-style saturation and distortion. Um, and then you've you've got a blend knob, and that's going to be blending in with the other half of the pedal, which is supposed to kind of be the other tape machine, like the other tape deck, which you can set a lag time so you can offset them for anywhere from like a slight flange to a chorus to a straight up delay.
0: Uh, right. So that's the, the right side of the pedal is like the time-based side.
1: Right. So yeah. if you think about it, like you had one tape machine, that's your guitar sound. And then the other one is your sound is throwing over to that other tape machine. And then you can sort of delay the other reel and mm-hmm. it will have this sort of delayed effect, and the sound bounces back. And depending on how far you do it, if you only do it slightly, you'll get that flangey kind of effect a little bit more, and it'll sound more like a chorus. Eventually, you'll get to a, like a, a slapback, very quick echo, and then even longer delay times uh, at the yeah. far end, uh, uh, the far
0: throw of that knob. And that's, then I think that's worth hanging on to for one second. Like, I think a lot of people might not realize that flange and chorus are time based effects.
1: Yeah, it's just uh, different levels of delay. Like just a slight delay of only a few milliseconds, and you get this—you get what what we call a um, flange—and a little further, and it sounds more like a chorus. Right. Uh, And then eventually, uh, a little bit further past chorus, and it will start to be to your ear two distinct sounds: a hit and then a repeat. And that's when you get the slapback, like the very, very quick. Your ear can just discern it as two different events. Uh, yeah. And then further than that, it sounds like a tape echo, you know, because it has that tape. What's happening? Yeah. Effect, and then it's echoing. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hence the name. Yep. Uh, so then there's a there's a one more knob. There's a wobble knob. Uh, so this is going to sort of automatically shift up and down slightly that that lag time uh, in an organic in, kind in of a, way.
0: Right. I was going to say in that kind of unnaturally unpredictable and yeah that this kind of this um.
1: Way oscillating fashion it, it this this was you know they used to do this effect with two tape machines and you'd kind of you would grab one of the reels or you'd put your hand on it like slowing down a record you'd slow down one of the yeah. reels and it that would throw them off in time and cause the the sound to sort of wobble and this is where we can get uh, a somewhat convincing double track effect because yeah. it's not just a slapback or a chorus it's actually the the Time that that chorus sound is delayed is changing slightly up and down, uh, yeah. and so it makes it sound a little bit more like. Oh, and the pitch will vary, of course, slightly too, because if it's in the it's process sort of, like of slowing wow down, and well, that's exactly what it is. Yeah, 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 wow and flutter. They're calling it wobble. They're putting it on one knob. Right. Um, so as the as it's slowing down to get to a longer delay time, or speeding up to get to a shorter delay time. The pitch will vary slightly. And so it'll seem almost like two performances of the same uh, part. Uh, And then there's a switch for some invert or bounce, uh, which changes what it's doing when the signal goes to, quote unquote, the other machine, the the second machine. So
0: it either. I I hadn't had a chance to read about that. I was wondering what exactly (laughs) was going on there. (laughs) Uh,
1: Yeah. So some, it will just add them together. Invert, it will add them together, but it flips one first, flips the polarity okay. essentially. So um, that will give you, mm-hmm. it, essentially, if there was no delay time, invert would throw it completely out of phase and it would cancel itself out.
0: It'd so be yeah.
1: because there's a little lag time and some wobble, this will give you a much more dramatic effect because many more, the, the frequencies will be canceling out in a much more severe way, I guess I should say. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then... Oh my God! There's more to this than I thought. Yeah, there
0: are secondary functions. So if you hold both foot switches and then you turn like the knob from the left to the right, it'll like change the stereo spread, basically.
1: Yeah, five hidden knobs for tweaking. So high trim, low trim, auto flange time, wide stereo mode, and plus or minus
0: three dB booster cut. Uh, so you can. That's the thing about these Strymon pedals, man. They're just endless. <laughs> Customization, wow, wow, you know, wow. you can do everything with them.
1: It also has an expression pedal, uh, so it'll control any parameter. Wow. And an external tap, or or an external tap pedal, uh, for for tapping in a tempo for the delay, I guess. Oh my gosh, or a favorite switch. Good lord, there's <laughs> then it says more. Of course, true bypass, uh, analog buffered bypass mode. Uh, it's if, probably
0: so you can have trails.
1: Trails, yeah. A uh, 9-volt DC. It has a 250 milliamp current draw. Individual bypass. Separate bypass foot switches allow you to bypass the tape saturation and the double tracker individually.
0: Right, so each side yeah. has it has an on-off instead of like a tap tempo. So you can use one side as an overdrive if you want and mm-hmm. then still have your delays and your chorus and stuff. Um, they're not tied together, which is... Great, if you're asking me. <laughs> cool.
1: Um, so there's a jumper inside the pedal that will allow you to connect a TRS splitter cable to the input. Hmm. Uh, so now it has a stereo input, so you can connect to... Oh my God, come on. <laughs> just the other day, there was somebody on one of the audio forums that I frequent who has some Strymon pedals like the Big Sky, who uses yep. them in mixing. Like Just connect them in stereo wow. as an insert to your audio interface... Two ins, two outs, and, and, you know, mixes through it. Um, That's cool. Yeah. This is, this is pretty serious. I, I can't, I, I, this, all right. Here's the other thing. This website, you, you guys got to follow this link because this is like the nicest, most polished, like pedal website I've ever seen. Oh, absolutely. It looks so good. Their video has like, they have this sort of embedded video thing that breaks apart, you know, you watch a little uh intro of the, of what the pedal does and then it breaks apart to different features and you click which one you want to see next and uh just
0: <laughs> I mean all the all the product pages are like that on Strymon's site yeah, I mean, they, they know what they're doing.
1: They put they put unbelievable quality into every little thing here.
0: I guess you can afford to pay those people to design a site like this <laughs> when your pedals are 300 bucks a piece. Yeah, but.
1: that's right. I'm gonna push the pre-order button and see if yeah. So me a that's price. what I was gonna
0: say. Uh, this is not out yet. It's available for pre-order. Um, it may take up $299. to ten weeks. <laughs> ten weeks. <laughs> ten weeks. It may take up to ten weeks to get oh, this man. pedal. So I'm. I'm. Uh, this is interesting to me because all the other Strymon pedals have a very distinct sound, like a very like it's a reverb or a delay or a, mm-hmm. or a rotary speaker or something like that like there's seriously like major affected signal going on. Yeah. This thing is a much more subtle approach to your tone shaping.
1: Yes, it I I would not say that this is going to be a an effect that you have to struggle to hear though. Like the the double track half of the pedal.
0: Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, I'm not I'm not suggesting that, but like they say the tape saturation could be your always on effect. And if you set it to like somewhere near unity, you're going to achieve that, you know, that tape compression a little bit. But at the same time, like it's like just such a, this is the closest thing to a drive pedal that they make. Uh So I'd be one, I'd like to try it out and see like how overdrive we can get.
1: Yeah. If you watch the Um, demo, they do one of the things they, they start off by doing is they, they do a, two or three different settings on that saturation knob. And when you get it up past, uh, you know, like 2 o'clock, it it starts to get crispy and a little fuzzy. Mm
0: -hmm. Um, Yeah. Yeah. It's just, yeah, it's interesting to me because it's like the delay, it can get up pretty high for a tape echo, but it's still not as long as something like a true analog echo.
1: Uh, That's right, yeah, yeah. I mean,
0: let's see. The longest delay is still kind of short.
1: Right, I'm trying to find a number. They don't even really... As far as I can tell, they don't even say a number exactly of, of what the what the max delay time on this is. Hmm. Um because I mean they're 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 not treating it like that. They're kind of right, treating that's... it like if you walked over, you know, you've got your type machine synced and you walk over to one and drag, slow down one of the reels. Yeah. Um it, you're not going to slow it down very far. You're trying to get that sort of doubled up chorusy kind of effect instead. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can't find. Well, the maximum whatever on the, the case laptop. is, I mean,
0: <laughs> it's definitely you know a tool to have in your tool belt for this kind right. of sound. It's it's super cool. <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah, I like it. Adjustable stereo spread and everything, but ah, this is terrible. This is <laughs> By terrible. terrible. You mean wonderful? <laughs> it's pro- it's probably great. I mean, it's
0: terribly It's wonderful. probably
1: another great thing to use uh, as you know to plug into your audio interface and true, you, you could run drums into this thing and why not
0: hmm. uh, yeah so check it out it's the Strymon Deco tape saturation and double tracker
1: Freaking sweet ah, beer <laughs> mm, Happy, happy, happy. <laughs> it's time for it's time for the pedal genie minute
0: Petal Genie experience. <laughs> okay, I like that better.
1: Uh, do you want to? Do you think anybody hasn't heard of this yet?
0: Um, I was just looking at their Facebook page before we got started. They're up to eighteen thousand likes. Jeez, that's more than is, us. It's like about it's about nineteen thousand more likes than us. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Yep. Well, and rightfully so, because we we talk a lot, but they deliver pedals right to your door with no shipping charges.
0: That's exactly what they do. What it is? What it is? Boom! <laughs> it's like it's the legit, you know, only pedal rental service.
1: Well, it's the only one worth a damn,
0: right? For real. Yeah. For real. If well, there's, a- I mean, I don't know, I don't know of any others. I mean, no <laughs> music shop's gonna let you rent a pedal. Oh uh, no. So, but yeah, I mean, like you said, it's. Shipping included, no late fees. It's basically the Netflix of guitar pedals. So here's what you do. You go to pedalgenie.com slash tone control and you sign up and then you create a wish list of all the pedals you want to try. And you're like, well, you know, there's, there's some pedals I want to try, but how many could there be really? And then you look at the distortion and overdrive section and there's almost a thousand (laughs) and
1: you're like. Oh <laughs> I think that's has that almost doubled since the last time I mentioned oh, I how know. many it's, there
0: were? It's quite literally thousands of pedals to choose from. So for $34.95 a month, you can get one pedal out at a time. Uh, and like I said, no late fees and shippings included. So that's pretty slamming. That's what how you can and you I go do. Wrong? And you can't. But if you need more, if you need to go even more right. <laughs> <laughs> You can check out Pedal Genie Pro, which is $59.95 a month, and you get three pedals out at a time, which is ideal if you're looking to build a little pedal board, kind of A, B, some gear. I wonder how this would sound with that. I need to find the best drive pedal. That's what you need, Pedal Genie Pro. And now, just recently, they launched a brand new Pedal of the Month Club, which is exactly what it sounds like. (laughs) So you get one pedal per month, and they send it to you from a curated list of their coolest gear. So, so basically they're making their wish list for you. Right, yeah, okay. That's what I was about to ask. And if you're already if you're super content with your pedal board and you just want to try out some gear cuz it's fun, that's what you need. One pedal a month and you just you have it for a whole month. You basically have enough time to decide if you really decide if you want to own it. So, Not that you don't with the other systems, but like <laughs> right. this is This This is is kind of a cool new thing.
1: Right. This is for somebody who doesn't know what they don't know.
0: Exactly. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, I didn't know that you could get a compressor and a pedal. Right.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Right. This is, that's a little bit like, like what you and I have because we don't,
0: you know, we're, right. we're not we after basically, specific things. Uh, but we've we just, added so much gear to our wish lists.
1: <laughs> we essentially add the entire catalog to our wish list and just say, "Tony, send us something fun."
0: <laughs> yep, pretty much. Yeah. I mean, there are obviously on my list things where I've I've seen around. I'm like, yes, I really want to try that. Yeah, yeah. And sometimes I send them a little email like, "Hey, can you send me this next, please?" Thanks. <laughs> and they do, and it's awesome. Yeah. So, but uh, you have a ton. Of pedals to choose from, and a really huge list of ever-growing ever list of manufacturers, um, including what you have now, Caroline Guitar Company, Mm -hmm. EHX, that's what I'm getting next is Caroline, Uh, EHX, Mission Audio, ZVAX, Pigtronics, to name a very select few. Um, Send you one at a time on the standard plan, three at a time on the pro plan, and you keep it basically as long as you want. You can even keep it forever, and they'll offer you a buyout plan. Pretty bitchin'.
1: Pretty bitchin'. So, they just launched uh, an Indiegogo campaign. Yeah. Uh, what, like two days ago or something? Yeah, at just, the time just that we're a couple recording? of days ago.
0: It's running until November 24th. Plenty of time. So, you've got a lot of time to go help them out. And basically, what they're doing is they're seeking to expand their inventory, which is like, duh. Yeah. Come on. <laughs> I want that. Uh, and they're seeking ways to get you pedals faster. So to get them shipped into your door faster, awesome, That's right? Like new gear, and you can get it faster. You can keep it still just as long. Uh, there, it's very similar to Kickstarter. So just like just like that, you'll have all kinds of tiered pricing from five dollars all the way to two thousand dollars if you're feeling very generous. Uh, you can do all kinds of cool stuff. They've got customizable pedal genie gig bags for your guitar. You can get pedals uh, as a uh, Promo, basically, at those EC Custom Shop pedals we were talking about. Uh, Tony, the guy who runs Pedal Genie, is a photographer as well. He'll do a band photo shoot with you if you're interested. What else we got? You can do a one-year Pedal of the Month Club subscription.
1: I don't mean to be making you do all of these. I can't find the link to the
0: Indiegogo. Oh, so it's on their Facebook.
1: (laughs) On their Facebook. See, I went to their website. They need it it on their website. I know, I know. Uh, (laughs) Hold on, hold on, wait. You can can do a
0: year of Pedal Genie Pro. Or you can do the Pedal Genie experience. Boom! Full circle. (laughs) Where you would go visit their South Florida headquarters, play every pedal they have, enjoy dinner with the Pedal Genie, (laughs) (laughs) and take home a pedal of your choice. How cool is that? So not only are you helping them uh, get more pedals in the door and out the door, you get to, you know, get a sweet giveaway.
1: Yeah, yeah. All right, I just caught up. I just made it to the Indiegogo page. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, lots of uh, different tiers. Basically find whatever is okay for your price range. Every little bit's going to help, of course, uh, and they're going to be able to use that money to buy more inventory. They're going to be able to get in all the fancy new hotness uh, in time to let you try it out. Yeah, everything from T-shirts and temporary tattoos to uh, photo shoots and dinner with a pedal genie.
0: (laughs) Pretty awesome, man. So, like I said, this runs for uh, as of the time of this recording for 42 more days. November 24th at midnight is when this is up. So, you should definitely give them some love. But right now, but I want right to know now. what you had. Okay,
1: so uh, this week I had the Caroline Olympia fuzz, and I got the one with the uh, the Japanese graphics. <laughs> That is so cool. Uh, which can, was very confusing <laughs> when I opened the package and I was like, what, what is going on here? Did and you go, ho! <laughs> <laughs> I mean. <laughs> what the? <up? laughs> yeah, like a bunch of like sweat came out of my head all of a sudden. Um, (laughs) A little mushroom above you. Anyway. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So, uh, but promptly, I promptly sent you a picture of it and you figured out. I would like to
0: point out that they're an American pedal. They are. This is made in
1: the USA. Um, I was thinking maybe I opened the package and I said to my wife, maybe they're from Japan. And this is just like, a legit Japanese one? I don't understand. No,
0: M I J. Yeah. So Derek
1: figured it out. He he looked on the website and found that they make a version of this pedal that just has Japanese graphics for no reason.
0: Because why not? Because
1: reasons. Yeah. So yeah. anyway, um, and it's got a it's got a matte blue finish, hmm. um, which is neat. Uh, pedals nice. are always shiny. This one isn't. It's cool. Okay, so
0: this is about the simplest fuzz you can... That means it'll stand out on your pedal board in a very subtle way. (laughs) In a a very nut-shiny way. It's it's, uh, alarming in how understated it is. (laughs) It says, hey! Nothing to see here.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Move along. (laughs) Okay, okay. I'm sorry. Continue. Um, So this is a two-knob fuzz. Uh, It's described as... Um basically everybody at at all the 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 circuit developers at Caroline uh, basically created their ideal version of uh, a muff circuit of a big muff circuit with all the best kind of hand picked values and components like what they would mm. use uh, and they put it in here, and and I guess when you when you do all that, they decided they didn't need a tone knob. So essentially, there's a volume <laughs> and a, a saturation knob represented by a speaker and a lightning bolt, or if you have the version I have, represented by uh, you know Japanese letters that I can't read. Some
0: some Japanese characters. <laughs> yeah, some and then Japanese some other characters
1: other that I'm I'm sure are uh, either uh, reflective of what the knob does or hilarious. <laughs>
0: Uh, so I would love to know if that's a direct translation.
1: Yeah, it's like, that's a direct <laughs> translation of lightning bolt. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, the manual for the pedal is all about like like Thor and you know the ruler of the underworld and so on. Like it, it, like one of the the knobs, they they never say this is the volume knob and this is the saturation <laughs> knob. They say like this is the knob that controls like how much force do you subject to your you know minions or whatever. Oh, um, it's that sort of business. So. Um, but obviously you figure out right away that it's a volume and a saturation knob. Um, so I find this to be um, a very competent fuzz. It is definitely thick in the low end, which I've always found big muffs to be to begin with. Um, yeah. The the tone knob, you can usually make it pretty fizzy. With this one not having a tone knob, I, I, f- I can't tell by any of the information I read, but I feel like it kind of sculpts the tone Differently, depending on where the saturation knob is set, the Mm. more saturated it is, the more, um, the more it kind of leans toward the high end. And so
0: it, so it like serving double duty kind of
1: maybe I kind of think they probably found a curve that would be kind of most effective at any point. Like if you have the saturation knob kind of low, it'll allow more low end through. And as you crank it up, it becomes flatter, um, to a certain extent, um, and like most fuzzes, I kind of like the sound that you get when you drive your input a little bit and mm-hmm. use the saturation kind of around the middle. Using all saturation and and not uh and not dialing a boost into it, I found gives it that kind of artificial sound that I don't like from fuzzes. Yeah. Um, too much fuzz, not enough uh, pushing your amp. So with, when this thing pushes the amp, though, I think it sounds great. Uh, yeah.
0: That's the case with a lot of of fuzzes. Yeah,
1: and I think that's probably why I never personally got that into fuzz because it's not... a, A player that played more lead stuff... Can get a lot more use out of a fuzz than I can because they definitely they scream through single notes in
0: in my opinion. True, yeah, but like if you're doing power chords and stuff, you are completely lost in the mix a lot of times.
1: Yeah, it's too like with a fuzz face,
0: you can be that way. Yeah, yeah. And like I have a fuzz face and I like it a lot. It's a lot of fun to play around with at home, but I know it's like so thick and low. Yeah, if I was going to bring it to a loud room, a loud band practice, it would just disappear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, unless you're using that like deliberate, like unless I, you know, also cranked it super loud. Yeah. Um, I think I got that like deliberate, like fizzly, blatty kind of thing going on. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it is. It is a very different kind of thing.
1: Yeah, yeah. So we've got a um, we've got a nine volt power jack on the <sighs> side.
0: On the side yeah. of the pedal. That's so much more common than I. I care for. Like, it's
1: <laughs> this is like this is like the next great human crisis. <laughs> <sighs> Thank God. All right. Anyway, um, so I recorded some some stuff. I, I did I did the thing where I made drum beats again. Um, yep, I'm going to yep. try to do more of that. I've I've prepared a few and sent over to Derek too, so he can start uh, doing them. And I think those will make for more fun pedal you know demos. What I
0: realized is super funny about mm-hmm. those. They're about the length, like they're a perfect length for the show. Yeah. But they're just long enough for me to be like, all right, got the groove. Here we go. It's over. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's the thing. You got
1: to jam to it for a while and then yeah. settle into the groove right on beat one. Yeah. And so I have had to listen to them a few times, I, but it was just
0: kind of funny. Yeah. I was like,
1: it's 30 seconds of cool beat. <laughs> I was also thinking um, <laughs> that I hopefully will be able to make a cut down version of the each of these two so we'll kind of do our pedal demo and then i'll make a cut down one that's maybe half or less length maybe just the mm-hmm. beginning and the end or something um, and i did i did that for the fuzz for the caroline fuzz cool um cool. so that i can use them as bumps too because i don't want to nice miss out on that so we might have some bumps soon that have some
0: drums in them oh word yeah. um so yeah it sounds like like this
1: There we go. Yeah. <laughs> nice one. <laughs>
0: All right. So that's the Caroline Olympia fuzz. Cool. Cool. My next pedal coming in is going to be a Caroline, but I'll keep it a secret.
1: <laughs> Got to give him some reason is, to listen to the next episode.
0: There's a better reason to listen to the next episode, but uh, coming up, you know. Is there? The
1: the, the thing. Oh, yeah,
0: yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. <laughs> anyway, so I'll I beep had, that out. Um, yeah. <laughs> I had, um, I already sent it back, but I, I had the uh, Walrus Audio Planesman Boost. Walrus Audio doesn't make a lot of pedals. Um, I sometimes confuse them in my mind with Earthquaker Devices, who makes all the pedals. <laughs> <laughs> But um walrus doesn't make too many and this one uh it's street price is like 150 which is I think maybe their cheapest pedal right now mm-hmm. um, and it's being super well received and it was really a uh, really anticipated release because it's just a really basically a simple boost and it does, all kinds of cool stuff, even though it's, like, really pretty simple. So it's got one of those, like, cool soft-touch relay true bypass things on it, mm-hmm. which after having this, um, I'm not sure if I like that. Oh, you don't like the—is it the feel of the switch? It's the feel, and, like, because when things are super loud, like my distortion pedal and my boost uh, both have, like, a really solid ka chunk chunk switch. yeah. And I can feel that in my foot, and I know it's on, like, not like I need to, I can't tell if my boost is on or something, but it's got this like satisfying, like, ka-chunk, here we go. Like, we don't need LEDs. To- yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, speaking of LEDs, the, the Planesman has this like wicked purple laser beam LED on it, <laughs> which is super cool. Uh, so, if you kind of think of this pedal, um, it's got one foot switch but if you think about it as a left and right side it's a little easier to think of. So uh when you go in it's Oh, uh, power on the top by the way. Yes. Oh yeah 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 well done. <laughs> yep, yep. <laughs> um so if you when you go in you're basically just into the boost side. You're just in the volume on go to 11 side. So you've got okay. this you got a boost knob basically much like the EP booster. Uh but there's a mini toggle that brings the total headroom of the of the knob higher so you can get uh in the down position 8 dB of boost or in the up position 15 dB of boost and huh. when when i you know plugged it in and tried that out it became apparent to me that like so many boost pedals on the market now are just like 4000 dB of boost like it's who can fit the most clean boost yeah you know cleanness into pedal? right Which is great for when you need that, but like so many people don't need that. Oh, yeah. And right now, I don't need that. You know, I'm playing in my basement and the 8 dB was perfect. And it was like such a nice, you know, you still get that really satisfying effect from the pedal, but it's just not ripping your head off, Mm. which was great. So, but you know, you could go to 11 or go to 15. And, and you know, be, be on par with a lot of those other boosts. Um, right. I think the EP has 12 dB. I never bring that thing past 11 o'clock. Yeah, yeah. You know? but um, And then the other side of the pedal has a tone control. <laughs> <laughs> I just walked well right into done, that one. Well <laughs> <laughs> done, um, <laughs> Has a tone <laughs> knob and a switch to turn that on and off. Okay, so the tone toggle. knob gets switched in and out. Right, so you can go, you can go out of the pedal the same way you went into it, just louder, right? So you can leave the tone off and basically just be all clean boost. Um, Or if you turn the tone circuit on, it'll, um, it's it's really wide. It's like thick and meaty down uh, counterclockwise as you crank it up. It gets this like really sparkly, kind of glassy thing going on. Mm -hmm. And I liked it most with the tone. On pretty high on the 8 dB mode, kind of as an always on effect, it like really brought out the two and four positions on my strat, those in between quacky sounds. Yeah,
1: okay, so it sounds it like you're kind of so making a good. top boost sound out of it, yeah, kind
0: of. Um, yeah, basically, what would be really great, uh, is if the tone was on its own foot switch, but I know that would increase the price of this thing,
1: <laughs> yeah,
0: um, because I liked a lot of settings on it and I wouldn't want to be fussing with it all the time as a boost. Like that's part of the reason I love the simplicity of the EP boost is like just set it to a level and I know it's going to sound awesome. Right. Um, But this,
1: you have too many settings and you like them all
0: (laughs) too many settings as in like more than one. One. There's like, you know, (laughs) (laughs) boost pedals to me are one of those things that like, aside from maybe some EQ, uh, should be and are often simple. Mm-hmm. Just in my mind, I feel like the simpler, the better for that kind of thing. Right. But um, it was cool. I liked it a lot. Neat. It's, um, and for 150, you can't beat it. I mean, Walrus makes great pedals.
1: Yeah. How do you feel about the noise of it? I mean, I you, I don't know if you directly compared it to anything, but just like the the um, idle noise of having it on at a similar boost level. Because I wonder, like you say, they're not trying to reach for the highest gain that they can get. And brag about it, I wonder if they've yeah. gotten a quieter circuit because of that.
0: Well, when you're in the 15 dB and you're really cooking it, you know, to be a, a real hardcore drive the amp kind of boost, it, it gets a little noisy, but they all do. And yeah, that's okay. And whatever. You're playing super loud anyway, so who cares? Right. Um in the 8 dB, I noticed it was pretty quiet. This the switch is obviously very silent, yeah. and totally silent. Um, when you flip the switches while the pedal's on, you get a big kathunk. (laughs) Oh, interesting. So
1: those switches then are straight up like true bypass, like switching bits of circuit in and out. Right, so
0: when you add the tone in, the volume lowers. So so like the perceived volume of the pedal gets quieter when you enter the tone control. (laughs) Um, (laughs) uh, So like when you have that engaged, you might be more likely to put it into 15 dB mode Hmm. to kind of compensate. Cool pedal. Cool, cool, cool. Cool. Looking for a boost? I would definitely try one of those out. Sweet. Uh, And you can try one out from Pedal Genie.
1: Yes. (laughs) We tried them out because of Pedal Genie, Uh, and you can too. Go to pedalgenie.com slash tone control. You can see a list of pedals that we've had, and uh, so on and so forth, and and start making your wish list and uh, make it all go. Have we mentioned that the first month is only a buck? It first is. month's
0: only a buck. Yeah. Here's a new thing. I'm going to go with this one. Go to pedalgenie.com slash tonecontrol or call 978-496-WISH.
1: Oh, I get it.
0: <laughs> you can talk to the Pedal Genie. You're yeah. like, I heard about you on the tone control. Yeah, they
1: pick up the phone there. And as I've mentioned, <laughs> even on holidays.
0: They're lovely people, which is today. Happy Columbus Day. I had to work. Yeah. Columbus Day <laughs> is a dumb holiday. Stupid. Stupid. Anyway, I'm ready to get into the cool part of the yeah, show. Yeah, let's do an it. An hour because, after we started. Oh, God. We did it
1: again. We went long. We, we had two news stories. Two, <laughs> two news stories. So I felt so free to just talk for as long as I wanted. And sure enough. Um, okay. So, uh, as I mentioned, uh, Michael from Denmark sent us in a, uh, a little tone, guitar tone segment. He built something at, well, hell, I'll just let him explain it. Right. So we're going to play Michael's tone, uh, guitar tone segment and, you'll see how much fun this is. Derek yeah, and I exactly. have
0: already heard it, so, but we're right, going to listen so everybody to it again. Welcome, everybody welcome Michael to the Tone Control. Yeah.
2: Yay. Yay! Hi guys and girls. This is Michael from Denmark. I'm the guy who asked uh, Justin and Derek if they would do, uh, if they would do a segment on uh, guitar tones for recording and what is good guitar tone. And they graciously did so. So I naturally uh, offered... To make some more sound clips for them to uh, for them to analyze because this is something i want to uh, to hear more about and they said yes please and so i did a short segment here so i hope i'm not the only one enjoying stuff like this anyway what i did was i uh, whipped up a quick uh, drum track in my recording software and recorded some bass over that and then i recorded four versions of this little I guess you can't call it a song, but anyway, four versions of guitar for this, the same riff, but uh, different types of guitar tones, and then I've mixed it just a little bit after. Well, I I wouldn't really call it mixing, but I've uh, I've just done just a little bit of of processing afterwards, some uh, EQ and compression on the drums. That's basically uh, just a stereo tracks, so there wasn't too much to do about that then some uh, EQ, and uh, especially compression on the bass, and a little bit of EQing on the guitar tracks, just uh, for them to not cover up the bass too much. Uh, I haven't done a lot to the guitars, especially because that would kind of defeat the purpose, but just, just a little bit. Then I've added a bit of reverb to the drums, a little bit of delay to the guitars, some compression and tape emulation on the uh, on the master bus just a little bit to glue it together and that's it so i thought we'd start with just with the the bass and the drums just to kind of get a feel for what's going on here here we go Okay, now let's see what can we do to ruin this basic track by putting all sorts of crappy guitar tones on it. So, as I said before, there are four versions of uh, of what I'm going to play you now. Each version is a different kind of guitar tone. So, uh, oh, and a little challenge for the audience and the hosts: uh, one of these versions is going to be an amp simulator plugin. So let's see if you can pick that out. Anyway. Here we go with the first guitar tone and uh, I will mute the bass and the drum track about halfway through so you can hear the, uh, the guitar in isolation, the guitar tracks. Okay, that was the first one. Let's jump to the next one. So that was the second one, let's go to the third one. Finally the last one. Okay, that was all of them. Uh, let's uh, let's quickly go through, just to switch from one to the next rapidly, just to hear the differences from number one to number four. if you, uh, against all odds, are not yet completely fed up with the segment, let's just uh, try the same thing again, just without the bass and drums. So uh, we just switch uh, from one isolated guitar track to the next, just to uh, kind of get a feel for the differences, if we didn't get that the first time around. Here we go. Okay, that's all from me for now. I bet you're happy to hear that. So now I'm going to turn it over to the guys and let them tell me why it sucked and what I should do about it. Thanks for listening. I hope you enjoyed the segment. Bye.
0: So anyway, as as Michael mentioned in the segment, if, if you missed it, there are four tones there, obviously. Um, we're going to pick our favorites and... One of them is an amp sim, and <laughs> we're going to play this really fun game. Um, so we're going to guess what we think the amp sim is. He hasn't told us yet. Right, right. I should, I should point He's out. We don't know himself. which one it is. Um, and we have set up a, a Google Docs survey here. So you're going to listen to these you know, things. You can rewind and go check that out and listen closely. And you're going to go online and you're going to vote for... Uh, your favorite tone and which one you think the sim is so and then next episode episode 26 we will reveal the results and we'll find out which one is the sim which one everybody liked and which one everybody thought was the sim and it'll be a great time i hope (laughs) it'll be awesome
1: (laughs) yeah uh so this i guess um i I don't really need to say too much else right now um we're not going to reveal our picks for what we thought, um, because we don't want to influence anybody. Although I think I've already told Derek what my picks are. So, I, but I'm sure Derek well, will I make mean, his own. But we can
0: talk about choices. like, we talk about the tones because he's also yeah. still concerned with the quality of the tone. Yeah, that's and, right.
1: And you, you he's know. convinced that we're going to like pull it apart. I think, I mean, especially for like a, a thing that he was able to throw together. For one thing, Tyler and I talked last episode about how great Logic X, Logic Pro X's drummer. Thing is, I mean, that's what that's what Michael is using here, and it's oh, is it cool? Yeah, like shoot, if I had that, I would. It takes me (laughs) it takes me much longer than it should to put together (laughs) the little drum sample things that I am preparing for pedal demos. I I wish I had that, but um, but yeah, I think this sounds great. And and what's interesting to me is how he's able to create four tones
0: that all could work. Um, Right, that's the the really yeah, that's the big part of this for me.
1: That's right. Yeah, like yeah. it's not that. Oh, all of these were garbage except for one. You know, like
0: yeah. There's no clear winner over like which is the best tone.
1: Yeah, and I think that because people's it's favorites like, because are going to reveal that, is, right?
0: You know, right, like and because the song is such a, it's a very loose structure. It could be anything right now. It could yeah, be, that's right.
1: Like you lay some vocals onto this, depending on the style of the vocal, it could be several different genres of music. You know, yeah. or, or sub-genres like, of on, rock. Like, you know, but.
0: Yeah, and depending on, like, this is only a little snippet of this composition, depending on what the rest of this piece might end up being, could determine which tone would be best. So, like, for the first one, tone, let's call it tone one or tone A or whatever, (laughs) like, that seemed very uh, classic rock, ACDC
1: type to me. a little bit low gain, kind of honky.
0: Yeah, but still, like you could probably totally ripping, like yeah, super loud, uh, natural overdrive distortion kind of thing going mm-hmm, on. Mm-hmm. B or two is a much more <laughs> um, like scoopy, bass heavy kind of sound to me, more martially, I guess. Although yeah, because it could also it, be martially I mean, as well. It was
1: it was still pretty controlled. It wasn't um, you know it didn't have like too much high end. It didn't come off unbalanced to me. Um, but, but it made it yeah, feel yeah. like a lot more gain and I'm not sure how much more gain he had on that or if it was just that the tone had more top and bottom to it and a little less mid range yeah. that gave you that impression.
0: And then this, this is interesting. The second and third options there, um, when I heard them back to back, I was like, this is really similar to the, like a tone three is very similar to tone two and then just like when he, when we're talking about it and he goes through, okay, here's the third one. Right. Um, but then when we go through super fast and we just like blow through all four yeah. in succession, they're very different. Right. Um, and it's just, I think that's, I don't know, something worth noting is just like the time in between where you haven't been hearing guitar for 20 seconds or less. Yeah. Like you're you're remembering what it sounded like and then you hear a new thing and you're like, well, this is kind of similar, but... No, is it? I don't know. <laughs> but there you are know, significant like differences, right? And like my pedals, my guitar pedals, I've got my full tone plimsoll, which has a really distinct sound to it to me. But if it's the first pedal I turn on when I go downstairs, it's that's like the line almost. Yeah, you know? and yeah. it's like other other pedals then sound different than that. <laughs> and but if I turn on my Mojo Mojo overdrive, which is a much kind of Softer attack kind of thing, with a more flat EQ. When I flip to the Plimsole, it's like, oh man, check this thing out! Like this tone is totally bananas. But it's the same thing. It's the same thing I heard yesterday. <laughs> yeah, you
1: know. <laughs> but your ears acclimated to to something yeah. else, and you, yeah, that's how. That's I mean, that's what this is all about. Is how you can shape your listening out. I I think he's come up with four very effective. Tones and the, and they all work. Right. I mean, there's there isn't anything here, Michael, that I'm going to pull apart and say, say it's garbage. I mean, I think it's it comes together.
0: It's, it's well balanced. Um, right. So yeah. if if you're like torn, trying to decide between these four tones, for example, on a project or something, like I understand the struggle because you're like trying to decide <laughs> between four really cool tones. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's
1: you've done a good job. You've gotten yourself to the place where now you're choosing
0: which one serves the song the most. And in a situation like if if he's got the opportunity to do like reamping, you could complete the song basically and decide on the guitar tone after, right. which would be a really cool project. And I kind of think, think he
1: did. Like as I'm listening to this, they're very the same. Like they're each tone. The performance is very in the same. I think right. I, I haven't yeah. asked him this, but I, in listening to this, I think he recorded a dry track and reamped out. Um, I've seen a lot of, of people doing that
0: with pedal demos lately. They'll play a a reamped track through a pedal to demo it, and they can turn all the knobs and mm-hmm. with both their hands. And anyway, but um, <laughs> like that's that's the way to do it, I think, because that can really change the feel and like the vibe of a song. I think if your guitar tone is really dark and. Scoopy, it'll convey a different feeling in the music and like it'll make the it'll kind of just sit differently with the listener and all these tones they sat differently with me. Like the first one, I'm like, yeah, awesome, 1974. Here we go. It's like just ballsy rock and roll, you know?
1: Yeah.
0: And the second one was like, oh, okay, a little more modern rock and roll, but still very rock and roll. And like even the last one is kind of. The thinnest sounding of the bunch, it's still just got like a lot of heft. And I think, um, like we talked about uh, with his initial question from way back, yep. whenever that was, uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, like the bass is doing its job in these quick little mixes. For all of those tones, like they sound away in the full mix track, and, and you're like, yeah, this is pretty ripping. And then he drops out. The drum and the bass, and you're like, oh, there's maybe a little less going on here than I realized, and that's like that's indicative of bass doing its job. Yep. like we were talking about. That's all I'm saying. But, mm-hmm. um, yeah, all really cool stuff. So we will we're gonna link to this survey thing everywhere <laughs> <laughs> on all the pages. So it'll be in the show notes. We'll we'll tweet about it. It'll be on Facebook. It'll be on the website. Uh, it's just two questions. Which tone did you like the most, and which tone do you think is the amp sim? We don't know the answer, so I mean, yeah. we can venture a guess, but we don't even want to do that right now. This is this is gonna be cool. I hope a lot of people get into it. I hope we get a, like a decent number of answers to, mm-hmm. and I hope like, I got get, the amp sim right because get some real data. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and like you know, we listen to all of them now, and it's like, geez, I don't actually know.
1: <laughs> yeah, I could I could make a case for almost any of these being the. Amp yeah, sim. and I, I think
0: <laughs> what do you know what he's he would be using to sim? Is it I have I, I
1: purposefully didn't ask what
0: the okay. amps were and what the amp sim was. You know, so actually that's that's the follow up question is to him is yeah. what what's the gear? <laughs> yeah, let's. And what's what are you using to sim? Uh, like what hardware is it? Like an Axe two or or something built into Logic or something? Right. Or and what is that modeling? I think. Yeah yeah I, I we'll have him stuff.
1: we'll have him give us a um a kind of you know what what amps were used or amp was used maybe an amp with different pedals is how we got to these tones uh and then yeah what what the software
0: was Yeah I mean I'm kind of only thinking about amps here but I guess we could really be talking about very any number of guitars yeah any number of pedals like it could be anything Well I th-
1: I think it's it's <laughs> and if I'm wrong I'm wrong you know whatever but I I think that he recorded a dry and reamped to make these so like there's just there's little nuances to the 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 muting and stuff that is very, very precise. Either he's a robot that plays guitar exactly the same every (laughs) time, uh, which is a a nice quality when you're recording, especially hard rock guitars. Uh, But I think he I think he reamped. So I think it's all one guitar.
0: Yeah, I, let's just. But, I mean, we gotta let's ask him for a gear list. But basically, I'm, gonna, for everything. I'm gonna
1: be, you know, hey, whatever. I'm not gonna be embarrassed if I'm wrong about stuff. People are wrong about things all the time. Well,
0: the other <laughs> thing is, if I was doing, if I was conducting this survey, which I would you? have only, well, you, you mean know, if you if created I was making the, yeah. created the tools, yeah, I would not have thought to grab another guitar. <laughs> like, yeah, I would have picked my guitar that is like I know it like the back of my hand. Guitar, which yep. is that guitar. Yep. Yeah. I I don't know. It's, ah, (laughs) (laughs)
1: all right. Uh, that's good. So,
0: so clear that like, there's so many things involved in making a tone and, uh, yeah, I, I think the amp tone isn't just one of those things. It's, it's could be anything.
1: Right. I think there's a lot more, there's a lot more right tones than there are wrong tones. Like a wrong tone is, is just a tone that is in the wrong place. Is is probably That's a good way a, to put it. a better way of putting it, um,
0: because there's oh, yeah, there's a time and a place for every. Tone. That's right. Like, yeah,
1: like, like like dumb ring mod pedals, like there's a time and a place where you can fit that into a song.
0: I managed to do it a yeah. few times, but it's not on my pedal board. It's <laughs> <now. laughs> real hard to do. All right, uh, yeah. are we are we wrapping this up? Yeah, I think we're
1: good. All right, so everybody find your way to any of the pages where, where we are and, and uh, click the links the, click the link to uh, take the survey, pick your favorite tone and pick which tone you think is the amp sim. And we'll collate that and uh, all other questions, comments, and complaints. Go to the trash can. No, uh go to uh our email at tone control show at gmail dot com, Twitter at the tone control, facebook.com slash the tone control and and I guess that's it. Well tone control
0: dot com. Oh, oh duh. Duh, idiot. Oh and hit us hit us up on Reddit. The tone control subreddit. Are we still plugging let's Reddit? Let's, yeah, why not? Yeah. I'm the only one there, but maybe <laughs> Maybe we'll get a <laughs> Get another hit someday. Uh, um, there was there was one hit one time, and it was somebody telling us we sucked. But hey, you know, I was for, there, as far as I know. Uh, so. He was telling us the live one was not so hot. It wasn't great. It wasn't. He was totally right. <laughs> yeah, but <laughs> you are correct. But that's a good place to maybe talk tone and and figure out. You know, yeah.
1: that'd be cool if discuss this survey a little bit. All right. So the the seed has been planted. We've got some listener submission stuff going on, so hopefully that train will keep rolling. Uh, thanks so yep. much, Michael, for putting that together. Uh, he's, he was excited, too. He basically he said uh, over the following weekend after sending that, he fleshed it out and basically is making a song out of it. So cool. doesn't hurt cool. to have a reason to sit down and play guitar, and you might just come up with something you like. So right. um, that's cool. Everybody, play your guitars play them loud <laughs> and uh, we'll thank pedal genie again for their support Pedalgenie.com com slash the tone control uh, go check out their kickstarter we'll link to that on our show notes as well indiegogo let's uh, let's get yep. that <laughs> indiegogo you know why I'm thinking of kickstarter is because this caroline uh, olympia pedal that I have claims to be the first ever kickstarted pedal really that's what they say I didn't verify that <laughs> so interesting yeah uh, anyway Indiegogo for Pedal Genie make a contribution and uh, pick your prize it level essentially good. yeah help them out
0: alright thanks everybody alright yeah I dig it peace cool see you in episode 26 I don't, yeah, I don't sure. know what I'm saying anymore why not <laughs> <laughs>